Hello, I'm constitutional attorney Catherine Henry and welcome to the Constitution segment recap for season two, episode five of Restore Freedom Weekly. Normally we live stream to you at noon Eastern Standard Time on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Twitch, Rumble, and DLive. But this week we did something different. We only live streamed on YouTube and we didn't start until after two o'clock because we were live streaming to you uh, something special, something that we wanted to bring to you. Now, keep in mind, this part is just the Constitution segment recap. So to catch that full video, take uh, a look at the slideshow and you'll see the link. The link for the slideshow itself, of course, is always in the description of uh, today's segment. So the hearing was the legislative hearing on House Bill 543, the Constitution Carry Bill, as they're calling it, for the state of Florida. Now, first of all, let me back up and say, if you don't live in Florida, you still need to know about House Bill 543 and what they're trying to do, what it entails, what it's not going to fix, because this does not just impact Florida residents, but directly impacts even just people visiting as well. Um, so this week we wanted to live stream to you this legislative hearing because the entire hearing was devoted to House Bill 543 in this committee. And we wanted to show you an example of how state legislative committee hearings work. I wanted to give you, um, you know, the opportunity to hear from regular Americans as they share their thoughts on this bill, but then also uh, give you the opportunity to learn exactly what true constitutional carry really looks like. If you want to be able to speak at a legislative hearing like this, we gave you a link in this slideshow to um, utilize an opportunity like that. Now, in today's 10-minute video and certainly in Tuesday's one-minute and 30-second speech that I had, I certainly don't have the time, didn't have the time then, and certainly don't have the time now to go over and tell you all of the constitutional provisions that back up every single word that I'm saying. So make sure to check out not only the slideshow of today, that will give you the, the most um, stuff right at your fingertips, but I will continue to provide information and updates on House Bill 543 as well on a page that I made specifically for this bill on the website. So you can go to restorefreedomkh.com slash HB 543 and check out even more information there. But uh, let's get rolling on this. So true or false question of the week. Only lobbyists, attorneys, and special interest groups speak on bills at legislative committee hearings. This, of course, was available to you on Twitter, Telegram, Truth Social, YouTube, and LinkedIn to be able to answer that on Tuesday, as it is our Tuesday true or false question. Uh, so rolling right into what I shared with the legislators this week, we get our rights from God, not the government. At the very least, this means that I get to utilize my God-given liberties without first seeking permission from any government entity. This means we don't have constitutional rights. No, we have constitutionally protected God-given liberties. Liberties that are meant to be exercised unabridged, uninfringed, unviolated, undenied, undeprived, unabused, and unusurped. This includes the right to bear arms, which shall not be infringed. That's guaranteed, of course, by the Second Amendment to the Constitution, the same Constitution that is the supreme law of the land as required by Article 6. And what does that mean? Well, that means that if you have any state law, any state constitutional provision, or any government regulation whatsoever that it, that usurps or is repugnant to the U.S. Constitution, that government regulation or state constitutional provision or state law, whatever, is void on its face. That means it doesn't even need to go through court to get to that point. It's void. It was void. It is void. It always will be void. 
I included here uh, the slide of the legal hierarchy, just so, for some of you who are more visual in nature, just to be able to have that reminder of what is at the top and what is at the bottom. Now, on this particular issue, there is no need or authority to make it complicated. The U.S. Constitution guarantees the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And the Florida Constitution also guarantees our right to defend life and liberty and to protect property and acknowledges that these are inalienable rights. Indeed, the Florida Constitution also acknowledges the right of the people to keep and bear arms in defense of themselves and any parts or words or things after that statement in the state constitution that uh, is trying to diminish or, or categorize or infringe upon this inalienable right, well, those parts would be automatically null and void. What is true constitutional carry? Well, in order to secure a true constitution carry here, a bill is needed to repeal all restrictions upon owning, possessing, or purchasing firearms, acknowledging our unequivocal right to bear arms in both concealed and open carry methods, prohibiting red flag laws, prohibiting restrictions uh, or rules relating to the storage of firearms and ammunition, and making sure that you don't have those no gun zones, uh, unless it's a private property that's not open to the general public. Uh, prohibiting all licensing and permitting requirements relating to the firearms, uh, per permanently sealing all current records relating to firearms purchases and licensing, prohibiting the federal government from obtaining access to that, any of that information. And of course, this includes repealing all unconstitutional laws already on the books, uh, including Florida Statute 790.06, um, which violates a whole bunch of our rights. What about House Bill 543? Well, it does some of this, but just that, just some. Some of these rights inherent in our Second Amendment protections are included in this bill. Everything else is still left in there to be unconstitutional. So what about if you think that, that the infringements in the current state law or those that are even left with House Bill 543 are justified on the basis of public health, safety, or welfare? Well, if you think that, you need to reread the actual language of the U.S. and state constitutions because that justification simply isn't there. Take a look at the slides I have included, which completely break down the U.S. and state constitutions on where the word welfare even appears there and uh, the term safety. And what about health? Well, here's a clue. The word health appears nowhere in the U.S. Constitution. And uh, although it appears in the state constitution quite a few times, not a single one of those times has anything to do with Second Amendment infringements. Our entire state constitution was established because we, the people of the state of Florida, grateful to Almighty God for our constitutional liberty, wanted to secure its benefits. If we wanted to create a form, structure, and set of definitions for government power that would include uh, ensuring our public health, public safety, and general welfare, we would have done that, but we didn't. But what is there right in Article 6 of the U.S. Constitution is the oath of state legislators and all other government officials to defend the U.S. Constitution. This constitutional oath, and this is what I said directly to the legislators this Tuesday, 
this constitutional oath is your first and foremost duty. It's not about doing what is easy, but about doing what is right. It's not about what is politically popular. And in fact, following the constitution is not political in nature. It's not continuing to do something just because, well, it's always been done this way. It's not playing it safe because you're afraid to make political waves, but having the courage to stand up and defend the freedoms that countless men and women have died to protect. If a true constitutional carry bill just won't have enough, have enough support this year, what about that? Do you compromise to secure a bill that at least has less liberty infringements like House Bill 543? No, your constitutional oath does not allow you to compromise on any of our constitution protected liberties. We cannot pick and choose which parts of the U.S. Constitution we are willing to enforce, nor can we only choose to follow the Constitution when it's politically expedient or most convenient for us. And of course, the government, the government only has the power that we delegate to it in the first place. So check out um, on the slides here the, the mechanisms in the Constitution for ways that you can fight back. Where, what are the grounds for you to stand up and speak and instruct your representatives and also rem to remember that we, the people, retain the ultimate control and authority? All of those important provisions are included here at the end of this presentation. So that true or false question of the week, constitutionally protected God-given liberties can never be compromised in state or local legislation. That was the one from last week or two weeks ago. The answer to that is still relevant. And I want you to check that answer out in the slideshow again today. Um, and this week's true or false question of the week is also answered in here as well, um, talking about how our legislators work for you. So you do get to instruct them. So make sure to check out that full episode from Tuesday, our Wednesday way to get involved challenge and tomorrow's freedom fighting tools. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a great day.